Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Dearest listener, allow me to unveil a delightful secret. Snag Tights Craft Clothing that embraces every body shape. In a bold endeavor to revolutionize the fashion realm, Snag has triumphed. Permit me to draw your attention to the ingenious Chub Rub Shorts, crafted with moisture-wicking yarn, promising to keep you at least one degree cooler and utterly free from the discomfort of chafing. Free shipping on select orders. Thus, the more you snag, the more you save. Do not delay. Dear listener, experience the fashion revolution that is snag and visit snagtights.us today. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Katie's Crib. Woo, boy, this is an exciting episode. Last year, I sent out a tweet and I said, what episodes should we cover next season in season two? And the biggest thing we got was an episode featuring Shondaland moms. <laughs> and so we bring to you today Camilla Luddington of Grey's Anatomy and Carla Souza of How to Get Away with Murder. You guys, this is, thank you <laughs> so much, both of you, for being here. Um, thank you. Thank you. For those of you out here who don't know, and there may be some moms that are moms and, and don't watch either of your show, although I recommend them highly. Um, Camilla stars as Grey, on Grey's Anatomy as Joe and Carla stars on How to Get Away with Murder as Laurel. Um, I don't know their the characters' last names. I just Castillo. got married. Oh, so great. mine's Karev now after. Oh, right. Yeah, and then yours is Castillo. Castillo. Lovely. Um, you guys, there's not really like a exact topic of this episode. Uh, we're just going to talk about highs and lows about being a new mom. <laughs> you can read all the books. You can hear all the advice. But at the end of the day, you and your partner are the ones making the decisions and caring for a wonderful and amazing and often unpredictable freaking baby um so guys how has motherhood been treating you <laughs> let's start with you carla how has motherhood been treating you no no you okay please, please, please. How, has, how has how has motherhood been treating you i feel like okay so hayden is currently 20 uh, 21 months okay and so i feel like i've just gotten some sleep back 
So I feel like I've normalized a little bit because there was a point in the early days when she was a newborn where I had never thrown up from being so tired and I puked from being tired, like oh maybe about God. five times. Like I've never felt that kind of exhaustion before. And so was now she I feel like I'm out of it a little bit. Like I feel like I'm like, oh, I can sleep you so know. there's light outside the tunnel. There's light. Okay. Good. There's light. <laughs> I woke there's up three light. times last night. I'm like, yeah. Carla, you have days. how old is your daughter? Mine's about to turn eight months in like three days or something. Yeah. So, so you're really in you're it. You're in the thick minute. of it. She started off, though, you know, kind of teasing me and sleeping 12 hours a night. And so I was like, brah, brah, brah. You know, everyone's like, how's the sleeping going? I'm like, oh, you, you know, yeah, it's a little difficult. But in my head, I was like, amazing. <laughs> and then suddenly at month four, she's like, ha ha. <laughs> and now she's waking up at like one, at four, at five. At, you know, it's ridiculous. Um, is she teething? She was teething. So I was like, oh, yeah. it's just the teething. And now, and now I don't know, you know, she's. I just feel like there's a tooth coming in every week. I they feel like say the teething, teething process is like, a two, it's, it's two years plus, yes. isn't it? It's something like that because Albie's just, just getting his four molars right now and Oof. he's 14 months. Um, great. Godspeed. So motherhood, what we have in common, everyone's exhausted. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. guys think that mom brain is a real thing? Forgetting For stuff. Sure. Yeah. Do you think that's because you're For so sure. tired? Yeah, there's a lot of times that I start conversations with Matt and then I just don't even finish my sentence. I'm like, you know what? I don't even <laughs> want to talk about this anymore because it's I just too much can't energy. be bothered to yeah. finish the yeah, sentence. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, on Katie's Crib, we cover a um, wide range of topics. And one of the things that's crazy that we we obviously, this is all common between the three of us and we don't we haven't talked about yet, is what was it like for you guys to be pregnant on TV? Well, first off, I felt really, um, I felt lied to, quite frankly, about pregnancy. I thought that, like, you were this goddess and you felt amazing and you, Mm. I hated pregnancy more than you'll ever know. Wow. Like, I absolutely hated being pregnant. Were you sick? I had the worst morning sickness Mm -hmm. that didn't stop. I mean, like, I think I, I didn't know until maybe I was almost close to like six months pregnant that you could take something for being sick. Cause I thought like, there's no way that you're allowed to take something. The lollipops or whatever, right? The Oh no. I mean, you can take like a drug to help you. The lollipops did not help help. me. Yeah. There's some, there's some, a prescription that you can get from your gynecologist if your morning sickness is debilitating in such ways. And I mean, I was like, I remember that I hadn't announced my pregnancy yet and I was in the parking lot of Whole Foods and I threw up in the middle of it on Matt was actually like wearing like open toe shoes he was wearing wearing some flip-flops situation I threw up on his feet and so for me I was like when we wear scrubs when we like wear the scrub outfit um with the in the OR, it gets really hot under the light. Mm. So I almost fainted one day. Mm. I puked into a trash can nearby in a scene. So people found out you so were pregnant. So it was very attractive. It was very attractive. Oh, it was easy. Yeah, people just thought I was hungover, which I thought, you know, I've still got the cool factor. I was like, yeah, oh, everyone yeah. thinks I've got this yeah. crazy, amazing social life. And because the show is supposedly set in Philly and we're, you know, dying of heat in L.A. with our coats and our jackets <laughs> and our, oh, it's so cold outside. I was dripping, dripping. Yeah. And everyone's like, are you okay? And you know those little fans that they bring us? Yeah. They're like, you know, Carla needs a fan every second. And I so I had a fan, but... Liza was the first one that looked at me and she's like, mm. she's like, you're, mm. you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys ever go back and watch the episodes where you were pregnant? Because I still, I've talked about this before on the podcast. I can't. I, I can't. I look them. so 
freaking pregnant. I don't want to. I mean, it's just so. And I remember feeling, you know, there is the whole thing of the camera adding 10 pounds and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, I look just giant. Like, I, I can't. I cannot bring myself to watch those episodes. It's 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 either. not a glow, is what right. I see. No, that is not no a glow. glow. No. Did it piss mm. you off when people would say that to you? Because I hate that when people are actually like, you have the glow, the pregnancy glow. And am I, was I allowed like, to swear on this or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I actually wanted to release a book called "Where the Fuck's My Glow." Like that's what I talk about. Like that was the book that I was going to do, and I probably will still do it after. Like, please do. We all need it. We will and post about it on Facebook. I just wanted to be like sweaty on the cover, like disgusting over a toilet because that's I said there is no glow and but you know what for me watching scenes back on Grey's it's not the same because we're in scrubs and we're it's like being in PJs and a scrub coat yeah. and it's like it's different nice. you guys have to be in like nice outfits yeah. no like I would Quinn oh, like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah no 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 yeah. no I mean, horrible. Quinn was in maternity jeans, which was great. Love them. And boots, which was fine. And like so many cardigans, it's insane. Right. What did you have to wear? Just cardigans, bags, pillows, uh, file, case files, you know, whatever it was. But still in cute outfits, I'm sure. Still in cute outfits. I still haven't seen it, though, so I don't know. But one person did call me. My uncle from New York called me and said, hey, I'm no genius, but he is a DP, though. And he's like... (laughs) They're doing all close-ups on you. What's up? You know, and really? I was like, "Wow, <laughs> that's You're amazing!" The only one that noticed from not even knowing because I didn't. I felt so bad. I hadn't released the info to my family either. Like no one even knew. So he's the only one that clocked that after Laurel had given birth. Then suddenly Laurel started gaining weight. It was like Wait so. Your a character, right? Your character had the baby before you. Had before the baby. I, had, so, so they I almost wrote, had like. A, they, did they write it in? They knew. No. That, so oh, I am such a method actress. <laughs> no, <laughs> that Laurel got pregnant. I was like, I need to, yo, know, like husband of mine. I need to get pregnant too because my character. Was so pregnant. I can really yeah, feel exactly. it. Yeah. Oh, no, oh I, so I really, I, got, I my character was pregnant. Your character was pregnant. Yeah. Oh, that's. Great. And my character gave birth. <sighs> Wait, so in a, d- in in Joe Morton Papa Pope's. Um, basement, so like now, chained to a mattress and a wedding dress, I just in case qu- you were wait. curious. <laughs> wait, so I have a question because I've wondered this as an actress too. Mm. Okay, so were you pregnant when you were you pregnant when you were doing the birth scene? Yes. So were you pushing? Yes. So and so that makes me feel like yes. you would trigger something. No. In your yes. Body. So Shonda yeah, was very yeah. very careful um, about that, and we had extensive conversations about. I think I shot that scene at the beginning of September and Albie was born October 2nd. So we're, we're talking like I'm already in the window, like Albie's fully yeah. cooked for me to be doing any sort of scene where I'm pushing. So right. they had a OB on set all day with me. Um, I was not allowed to push. I was allowed to like fake it with my face. But um, Shonda wrote it in a way where Quinn is sort of under drugs while she's pushing. So it wasn't mm. like okay, you're not I was actually bearing really. down. Yes. But it was actually a huge, huge thing in Shonda's head about consciously not having Quinn push so that I in any way shape form could affect my actual pregnancy right but it was uh really weird because Quinn Guillermo Diaz who played Huck pulled a bloody baby out of Quinn and oh my they had what that was a doll and then they had twins that they covered in jelly and Cream cheese. Uh, cream cheese. Yeah. And they brought the baby. I had a blanket over my knees and they brought that baby out and the real baby started crying because the baby was like, this sucks. And I actually started like sobbing because it oh sort of God, hit me in that yeah. moment that at some point, oh my God. this is going to be my real vagina. Yeah. And it's going to be a real baby, not covered in jelly and cream cheese, but like blood. Yeah. And um, that would be very emotional. Yeah, I cried. 
a yeah, lot. I was having sure. like a whole thing, and I'm sort yeah. of embarrassed. Like I don't like to do that in front of people, so that was weird. I had I had to birth my premature baby at the in, on the storyline. It was seven months, and I was in an elevator stuck, and I had to also have contractions. But I was already five months pregnant, <gasps> and so same thing. They were like, "Oh, you know, don't push as much." But of course, like I'm when I'm acting, I wasn't. I don't know. I was like yeah. it's hard very to in the moment. I was yeah, yeah. I didn't want to you know right. be bad, so I didn't want women to be like mm, no, yeah, <laughs> like it hurts a lot more, right? Yeah. You know, so I really wanted to go there, but I also kind of did, you know, the, not the pushing from like the stomach, but something above, kind of like chest, neck, like mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, and they did it so that I didn't, so that I passed out. And then the baby because it was same. That's good. Came out. You need so. to pass out. But I didn't want to <laughs> yeah. see the baby. I didn't. I didn't want to look at the 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 doll because it was like a little too much for me. So I kind of was. Then they they had a stand in to come in and have the legs so that Viola Annalise Keating's character grabs the baby through the through Whoa. the. Did you tell them fence. that you didn't want to see the doll? Yeah. Oh, good. For yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm I'm good. How was it like for you guys coming back to work after giving birth? So for me, Hayden was. Four months, mm-hmm. so it was pretty. How old? How oh, nice, old? three and a half. But you, yeah, what yeah, was you? eight weeks. I mean, oh man, when I went back to work, yeah, yeah. Eight I weeks. always thought of you when I was like, at this point, Katie's going back. Yeah, I think I, I don't remember it to be honest. <laughs> like, yeah. no, I think you just sort of go to a deep place. I mean, again, and I'm, we're so fortunate that it was a place that. You know, I I had the other half of my trailer with my nanny and my baby, and it was, like, very... I I couldn't have felt more supported. I mean, they, like, built a set of stairs leading up to my trailer because they didn't even want me going up, like, regular trailer steps. Mm. I had, like, a deck outside of my... I mean, it was unbelievable. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And they started me off really slow, you know? Like, Uh the scenes were very easy and all these kinds of things. And also, I think, had anything gone sort of outside of the realm of normal in my labor or if I was having some serious postpartum depression like Shonda was very open like you need to tell me if you're not but it was you know it was the scandal final season it was like oh my God, and they did yeah. a great job of keeping me out as long as they could but I had to get back in the storyline um right so you guys felt pretty good when you went back to work I felt like an insane person <laughs> I felt ready I, I felt ready to like get back into it but and I had made the conscious decision to stop breastfeeding mm-hmm. because I did see the experience of other girls like having to run back to their trailers and do it. And totally. they were game for doing it. But for me, I just thought that it was like kind of it would be a little I just knew my personality that I would find it kind of stressful no matter how supported I would feel. Yep. Um, so I decided to wean her at about four months. And so that was nice. Um, was she on set with you? No, she was never on set with me. And luckily, because we have, I mean, we have a bigger ensemble than you guys Mm -hmm. and you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would only, you know, we're only sometimes working two days, one day a week, three days a week. Good Lord, that is a dream. So it's (laughs) nice. Yeah, it's it's really rare that we work all five days. And is your daughter on set with you? Yeah, so she comes whenever I can, because I don't trust anyone to drive her yet. Yeah, it's I, super. I don't think I that's a thing. Yeah, it's a it's thing. A thing. So even though I live I an hour away and I drive an hour, I'm like, no one's gonna drive that freeway with my daughter except for my husband or or me. Yeah. You know. So mm-hmm. I think that's you a know, great boundary yeah. and a great. Uh, you're setting Just, yourself yeah. up for what feels comfortable. So I was like, okay, so whenever I know I'm gonna finish um, 
well, when we think we know we're going to finish at, you know, 6 or before 6, then I bring her because her bath time is 6.30. So I didn't want to mess up the bath. So at yeah. first I was like, what am I going to do? How am I going to decide when to? And then it was very clear. It's like, I don't want to mess up the nighttime routine. So whenever I have like a 10 p.m. call, the finishing 10 p.m. wrap, um, I let her stay at the house with the nanny. And if not, the nanny comes and... It's funny because the nanny had gone to, I don't know, some other studios at some point in her life at like Fox or whatever, where they have like green areas and like, you know, this oh, beautiful like studio and yeah. she comes here and it's just all cement <laughs> and, and like a frying pan. And she's like, what is this? And I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. I know that you thought <laughs> Hollywood was more than this. That's really funny. Um, Carla. Your character, Laurel, is a new mom, too. Mm. So I did a similar thing. Are you, so you're acting with a baby. Yeah. How does that feel? It's so hard because they let the baby cry and still do a scene. And my mom instinct comes in. And I'm just like, somebody call cut. I'm like, cut. You know, like <sighs> yeah. this baby needs his mom or this baby yeah. needs, a you know, something. It's so hard for me to, you know, and even in the scene when they need to cry, um, you know, it's just like. I think they brought, she brought, the mom brought the nose Frida for her to, you oh, know, yeah. she sees the nose Frida and she's like, ah, and she starts yeah. crying. We have a girl play Christopher, so a girl, twins, mm -hmm. play a boy. Um, but it's really hard for me because then like let down, I start having like, yeah, I had the say, same thing. Did you thing. feel that same? Well, that's Constantly. the other reason why I wasn't excited to continue breastfeeding is because like I've, leakage happens on mm -hmm. set and those scrubs are very thin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, oh, yeah. you know, we have I'm a lot sure. of babies on our show like that we're birthing or whatever. So for me, yeah. you're done. Yeah. We, I, Quinn yeah. had a baby, um, also, and I had such a strong, I feel so bad saying this, but I, I really had such an adverse reaction to the babies <laughs> like, oh really I like I mean hate is a strong word but I did not like the babies because mm -hmm. um, it's not your baby because it's not my baby yeah. and, and you're so with I was baby. pissed I was like when I'm you spending want to be with your all other, day, day with, with these the other babies baby. now yeah. this is my job and this is what I'm yes. getting paid to do and this is part of Quinn's story so I would really like dig deep yeah. and like I hope my acting isn't garbage in the last season and it seems like Quinn is in love with her babies but like Katie was not in love with those babies yeah. and they were great babies yeah 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 nothing wrong with those babies but I just was like, no, today's one of the days where the babies are going to be around all day. I hate those babies. Yeah. I don't want to be around them. Like, yeah. they're so cute and everything, but it just makes me miss your baby. That my, it just is bringing up to the surface again yes. that my baby's like sitting not in the there. trailer and I'm not with the baby. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I haven't thought that before. That makes perfect sense. So. How have you guys navigated the balance between, uh, you know, being in the public eye and sharing personal, private stuff about your baby. Do, do you, you post about know. your do baby? You what do you guys do? I don't really know about I you. don't post any pictures of her face. Mm -hmm. It was something that we, Matt and I, uh, my fiance, we we spoke about very early on. I'm not, I mean, I barely post any pictures of Matt, too. I mean, Justin Chambers is on my <laughs> Instagram way more than my real fiance. Mm -hmm. We're super private. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't know what like fans are like with you guys, but like fans for Grey's, I love them. They're super passionate, but there are times when like we do get filmed in public by them or like they snap your picture, right? Mm. And, I don't, it's like kind of whatever, but when I have my kid with me, that's when I get really paranoid. Right now, I do have like a paranoia about her appearing on social media. Mm. And I'm not exactly sure why, but I feel like I can control her privacy right now. And so that's been a little difficult. I do get sometimes paranoid being out with her. Yeah. 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 I don't, but the fans didn't know I had, I was married. Fans didn't know that I. I know had, you have been yeah. like the great. <laughs> 
crypt keeper. I'm, I'm telling you, you got a secret. Yeah, Carla I've will never, keep it. I had never posted about my husband. I had never. Um, I still don't. And as well, when I if if I ever post with my daughter, it's sort of with you know she has like a pineapple on instead of her face or whatever yes. it is. You know, although yeah. that looks a little freaky, so I haven't done it that mm-hmm. much. Um, and it's the same thing. It's really weird. I'm a very trusting person in real life with people that I meet. But I am not trusting at all on social media. Like, I can't open. I am. I guess it's my insecurity of feeling like you'll hurt me. Or even if you have a bad thought about her. Like, I don't yeah. want that in the, yes. in the world. It's like this. Maybe it's just like. Yeah. And I, I remember the story about this kid suing their parents because their whole lives were put in social media without their consent and how they won against their parents saying like you put my life on social media and I had no say about it and I remember thinking that's such an interesting case and it really hit home with me with my niece and nephew who once were like why don't you post about us on social media and I said look right now you're like yeah you know I want people to know this is my aunt and I said but if one day your aunt makes a mistake or say people Mm. don't like something I do then you're going to become their target of, ha-ha, your aunt did this, and I don't want that. So right, right now it's positive, that's and that's yeah. what you want, but when it becomes negative, because I have been a part of yeah. the negative side. Me too. So I'm like, I don't, I want to protect you from like there being the least amount of people that know your target that they can hit. Do know? either of you have private accounts for them? No, I don't, I don't. have anything. No. Do you guys just, mm. so you just straight up email, text a photo to your family? Um, updates. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? It's a lot oh, of WhatsApp, and also you're both foreigners. We're so not like from the, here. Yeah, yeah. So the WhatsApp is like a big it's thing a that we do not take amazing. enough advantage of. Yeah. Here. Yeah. You don't. You just amazing. text, right? Well, I WhatsApp to my friends who don't live in America. Right. Right. But yeah. no, I just text. Yeah. But yeah. hey, I have a friend who's an actress who's literally posting like her child has a hashtag, and I also think like I think that's so it's fun. Like I could never do it, but my friend like posts about every single milestone and things, and I'm getting to know her daughter without ever ever being with her at all. But I also think there's like you know Viola posts about Genesis mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. goes with Genesis to red carpets. So at the same time, I'm I'm there's no. It's just each each person is comfortable with a specific thing. And this right. is what's comfortable for you right now. Like, exactly. who knows? Yeah. It has to be. For me, I feel, I'm doing the same thing you guys are doing. I, I don't post about Albie either, but um, Albie does have his own private Instagram account. Um, with your family? <laughs> so That's cute. adorable, though. They yeah, get but it's like, it. It had, I, I don't know. Like, how is Albie himself going to feel about it when he looks at it? Because right <laughs> now, Adam runs the account and only speaks as if it's from Albie. So it's just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Adam's, it, it's Adam loves to really have a good time and make a lot of jokes out of it. So I, I'm not really sure. But it's I, private. Look, Oh, it's private. It's, it's only yeah. best it friends and grandma yeah. and my mom and whatever. But, um, but I think we have to remain, or I have to remain fluid about it. Like sort of how Viola's doing it. Like what if, you know, our kid is eight and you are the voice in the Disney movie and your kid wants to go see it. And yeah, I think when she gets older, I'll feel better about it right now. She's a baby. And I have like one thing that motherhood has brought up for me is that like, I didn't think of myself as an anxious person ever. And now my anxiety is like through the roof as a parent. Like it's bad. Um, 
So I think with that, like that element of trying to control, I feel like when she's eight, like I'll be a little more seasoned as a mom. Maybe I'll relax a little bit. I don't know. Maybe it'll get worse. We have this doula in our in my the doula I used, and she was on Katie's crib. But she has some. She calls it that your mommy muscle is being developed, like and made to be stronger. You know. So yes, yeah. hopefully by eight we will have been eight years yeah. in of using this muscle that we've never used before. Which brings right. me to, um, you were talking about anxiety. What have that's not really an exciting discovery, but like as a new mom, what yeah. have you? What are the new discoveries you've made about yourself or your child? Oh wow! <clears throat> well, like for example, you're now an anxious person and you weren't before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, it's like super personal, though. It's like I don't know if anyone listening here has like lost a parent, but I lost my mom when I was 19. And what I didn't realize is that having a kid. Sorry, it makes me emotional. Oh, no, don't be sorry. <laughs> But it's good yeah. to talk about. Sorry. Yeah, no, please don't apologize. It's really important. We've had a couple women, Casey Wilson, it brings up June Raphael. We had his guests on the first season. They both also lost parents. And I think there's really something about being a mom, cyclical life. Yeah. Like it, it's um it's interesting because I feel like I'm gonna die early all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's a strange thing to like mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. You just always feel like you'll miss out on her life. Yeah, or... like, um, I almost feel like. I'm not going to be there for her wedding. Yeah, you know? for big milestones in her life that you will miss yeah. and things that you didn't share with your mom. Yeah. So it's like I have that anxiety. And I want to talk about it even though it's hard because I feel like. There may be other people listening that like have that experience. There like when I was growing is. up, like I felt like I had it. Like even though my mom passed away, I felt like I had really dealt with it well. And then what motherhood does is it makes you feel like you have this new relationship that you love mm. so much in your life, and that something is going to go wrong. Oh, so for me, I'm like, well, because my mom died very young; she was 43. Oh. So for me, I feel like I'm not going to make it to 43, or those milestones that she missed out on, I'm going to miss out miss out on. And so for me, it's been this crazy discovery of like. Yeah, postpartum anxiety is a real, real thing. I think when you've lost a parent, it it, I can't even. But I, I can tell you in the ways that I can relate, I definitely drive my car and my kid is in the back. And I yeah. think about somebody hitting us. I yeah. think, and I never used to think yeah, things no, like it's, that. It's I think about anyway. how this child is like responsible for my happiness in some ways, and I'm so ang- like so anxious about something bad happening to me or yes. something bad happening to him. Yes. Um, and I totally think about like, like for example, this is so so self ridiculous. But like, I started going to the gym this week, and I haven't been working out in a very long time, and it's only because I'm like, I if there's anything I can do that can control my health in any yeah. way, shape, form to be mm-hmm. there a little bit longer for my kid, I yeah. would like to do it. Wow. Yeah, because I'm super scared about dying. Yeah. And yeah, I, I had these nightmares. I remember when she was literally a couple of weeks old. I would dream that the house started, you know, catching on fire, and that I didn't make it to. The, you know the crib, right. or that the nanny and I were walking, and suddenly a car would pass and the and hit the pram, like hit the the stroller. Or I had all of these visions that I would I would have never thought that I yeah. had, like of this. Just you have no control. Yeah, this is a thing. It's like we right. grow up, we live life thinking we actually have control over yeah. things, and we have absolutely no yeah. control in this situation. So that's where it's like it's terrifying. Like she gets a little rash, or she starts 
at one point my daughter started like tremble having trembles like when she was oh. feeding mm. and I remember thinking like oh my gosh she's having a seizure like what's gonna yeah. happen you know and it was terrifying to think you know it, it happens like all yeah. these little kids that end up you know anyway it's just it's 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 a very anxious place to be right but I also feel like for me at least I was already an anxious person um and I didn't have I didn't I thought I had self-love until my daughter when she first looked more like my husband I was ecstatic I loved her so much and suddenly she started looking like me and I didn't know how to relate to that. Oh, oh that's so interesting. So that started showing me how how I still needed to love myself oh, wow. in a way because it was so weird when she started looking like me. I was like, "Oh no, no, no." Like how that's so awkward and weird. And I thought, "Wow, I have a lot to process with how when I was like a, a you know, a baby and the little me and the little me still inside of me." Yeah. Um that's why I feel like, you know, having her has has helped me love myself more, too. Yeah, you that's know? amazing. Yeah, it was well, something. Well, they're all, I mean, yeah, th- they, I really, truly believe they're here to teach us mm-hmm. uh, way more than we can yeah. teach them. I definitely feel more self-love after having a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I'm a lot more forgiving of, like, the way I look or my mm. body, I've like relaxed so much more. The mm. pressure on us, regardless of any show that we're on, because this doesn't actually happen on Shondaland where you're asked to be skinny, but like it just happens in our industry anyway, regardless. Yeah, time, yeah. But I feel so much less pressure mm-hmm. to be quote unquote pretty or anything because I I realize that I don't want her because we have a habit, I think, as women of saying like, oh, I'm so fat or I feel so fat. And I just think that there's going to come a point where I have to really watch what I'm saying because I don't want her to have any of the insecurities that that I have. My husband actually has that. He he constantly looks himself in the mirror and he'll be fine me saying this, but he's like, oh, man, I've gained so much. And I started saying that's not going to that's not going to be in our house. That's not going to happen in our house. So I have goosebumps right now and I'm so and, you know. I have a son, and it is just as important. I mean, you know, having eating disorders and things like that run in men and women, and that is very true. Um, But it's funny because I'm, like, sitting here being like, yeah, for the daughter, like, the daughters, it's a... Yeah, it's a thing. It's a crazy thing thing in Hollywood. I have a... a almost 13-year-old niece, and she was here visiting, and I was shocked at myself at how many horrible jokes I make about myself and my body and like yeah. oh whatever I'm just gonna eat Excuse that and be like a fatty like say dumb yeah. shit like that and like yeah. my sister-in-law like covered her ears at one point and I was like oh my god like I can't say shit like yeah. that yeah. in Words front of anyone's so kids. much power yeah, yeah. so like, much power even when my mom see, sees you know my daughter and sometimes she's like gordita in Spanish you know oh, you, you yeah. say like little fatso yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and I had to say like I'm sorry those <laughs> little so yeah good. endearing like, terms little chunky or little like chunky little monkey or whatever like, my yeah, sister calls her darn so chunky funny. monkey but I do think that our words have so much power yeah, and do. so I don't I don't want to be like oh you're so stubborn or oh you're a good girl or you're a bad girl like I don't want to be pronouncing these truths onto her and nope. I you know and I generally yeah. like don't want I want to steer away from that mm-hmm. and also self love is something that I need to teach her because she's going to see how I modeling self yeah escape to summer with Victoria's secret pack your bags with just arrived swim cover ups corset tops and other sexy silhouettes when the sun goes down opt for bold and blingy styles like the made to be seen very sexy push up bra from the very sexy collection in on trend hues like black shine green and citron for a glam statement pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat 
Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com. Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need, renowned for their exquisite tights. Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes, clothing that not only promises but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note other chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select Orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. Is there anything that stands out as being the most challenging aspect of motherhood? And has it evolved? And maybe we just hit that on the head already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, for me, I have, like, personal anxiety, like, about all that stuff. And it's kind of interesting because I have met other people who have lost parents, and they they are like, wait, you feel that exact way, too? Like, you yeah. think that you're going to pass away early and not have those milestones? And it's just, it's so interesting to me. Um, but I think patience, like, Hayden started to almost get to terrible twos. And I'm amazed at my own patience, which is why I don't think I could have been a mother younger because mm. I don't think I would have had the patience. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be 35 next month. Um, and I think it's like the perfect time for me because she's doing this thing where she's like throwing herself back yep. and it's like she could knock herself out and she's kicking and it's like over. She wants like chocolate or whatever it is. Um, and my patience is like amazing. Strong. Mm. Strong. Good for yes. you. But it's not always. It's no, but always, that's a huge like, win. Yeah. I like. I become like zen 
And then afterwards, I say to my fiance, like, is she kidding? (laughs) 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 But with her, like, I think patience is something that I'm really learning. I'm not. I I don't know how it worked, seeing as you're both actresses, but I don't know if you had a fear of, like, there was a place in my head for, you know, me as, like, a single uh, sexualized object in mm. this industry, mm. and suddenly, oh yeah, that's, uh, is there be. a place for me as a mother? And I yeah. was terrified. I was thinking the second I become a mother, I'm gonna become dispe- d- uh, disposable. Is that yeah. how? You or would you're say not hot it? anymore? Yeah, no, you're, you're just not like you're hot. not the sex object. You can't get no. cast. As so a hot therefore, girl I'm like I, you know, I won't get jobs. I won't, you know, no one's interested in working with me because I have, you know, I have a baby. A baby. Um, and so that was a huge, huge fear for me, especially when, you know, I just went to a meeting with, um, with someone to do, a brand, some branding opportunity and bless her. It was a woman telling me, but she's like, oh yeah, we didn't pick so-and-so because she posts a lot about, you know, and this is in Mexico, yeah, FYI, yeah, yeah, yeah. she posts a lot about her being a mom and, you know, that doesn't go with our brand. And so in my <laughs> oh head, my I'm like... Oh my god! And of course, there are other brands that that goes a lot with, and so then you know it's give and take. But of course, I take that, and I think, wow, especially in Mexico, still there's so many actresses that come to me, and they're like, "How did you do? How you know it doesn't happen where you think that you can be a mom and still work and still you be know, sexy have as fuck and, and consider a, that for your roles?" Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, you look. You both are fucking gorgeous and sexy as hell. I'm so glad, but I like never played those parts. So I feel like I just like never even had to fucking worry about it. And like literally as you're sitting here, I'm like, wow, I'm so glad I've never had to do that. That sounds horrible. Oh my God. It's true. The day after I came back from having, you know, my, my uh, daughter, the day, the first day back here, I had a sex scene with Frank. Okay, oh, oh I my was god! Like, oh, are you kidding me? I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" Like taking off all the clothes, no, and I was no. just like, "Are are we serious no. here?" Yeah, that happened. And then I, you know, I was like, I don't want to look at what happened. I don't. I haven't seen the episode. I'm just like, whatever. did you have to be in like laundry or something? Yes. Wow, really? That's mean. Yes, but I'm sure they DP, they <laughs> edited mean. it in a way that's Where like showing a whatever. thing or whatever. Yeah, I hope. I actually like my body more now after having a baby than I did before. Yeah, you look me too. Like my me three. Me too, but not like I would. Like I got, I like got completely naked on Californication one whole season when I was like twenties. I would good for you. I would be terrified to do it now, but. So, like, I feel like TV-wise, I don't want to get naked. But real life, in me and my body, I'm like, I feel sexier. Yeah. You know, what I've noticed is just the the issues that I used to have with my body. Like, I used to hate my ass and thighs. And it's like, I kind of like my booty now, and now I just hate my stomach. So it's just transferred yeah. to, like, a new place. <laughs> and, like, right, right. that's what's exciting to me is, like, my – it is true. Your body changes. Yeah. Um, and – I, I just think it's interesting to look at, like, even in a sort of scientific way, like, how your body has shifted to yeah. hold things in different ways that it used to not. It's really yeah. crazy. I think it's bizarre for probably people like us in our experience, too, because we can literally go back and watch. I can go back and watch seven seasons ago oh, and what that looks like to now. And so you see the gradual change. Mm. Anyway, it's just, it is bizarre. So bizarre. Um do you guys, this is so scandal right now, but are you guys good at going with your gut? 
very Olivia Pope. Her, it was always about like, trust your gut. And I think that's a lot with motherhood. People are always telling me, just trust your gut, trust your instinct on like what to do on making decisions for your family, even though you might feel pressure one way or mm. another because there's a lot of mommy pressure. out I there. I think there's a difference though because like sometimes my gut is just I'm being reactionary to, for example, like if she's starting to cry in public, I'm like, what do people, my instant reaction is <gasps> people are going to think I'm a bad parent. And then I have yeah. to like breathe that out and then just be like, okay, um, she's a seven month old, like she's crying. Like, yeah. Sorry. You know? They cry. And so they cry. And so then after letting go of that instant gut reaction, which I would say is the is the non healthy one, yeah. then I go to, okay, what's my gut in the sense of like what does she need? What's going on with her right now? So then that's like the the real gut, you know? Cause there's like I feel like the false gut of like that instant reactionary kind yeah. of like um uh ego uh reacting rather than you know even with the nanny i feel like there should be a romance comedy about the relationships between a mom and a nanny because that's just like with my friends that's our constant conver- like conversation of like you know say i'm whatever bathing my you know my daughter and she's just about to leave but she wants to come and be there because she loves my daughter so much but it's like my time with my daughter and i just want to be like please leave me alone like you've been with her all day okay like let me bathe her yeah or you know or if i am i crazy if i need to approve all the toys that come in the house because she buys her you know Mm. these like nice toys and sometimes you know she texts me a picture and there's a toy that i didn't see that i didn't know that it's in my house already with my daughter and right now it's a toy but then tomorrow it's going to be whether a movie yeah. or you yeah. know something that I'm not like filtering, and then I'm like, am I a psychotic controlling mother, or You're am not. I gonna? You know, I don't so think so. all these things that you know that are that yeah, are happening with so. my caregiver, you know, the number one caregiver, which I absolutely like adore. Um, but I do, I do think that um, that gut it, it can be sort of confusing as, as to what gut we're we're following. Mm. How about you? Um, I think my first. I didn't grow up with a nanny, and I think it would have helped if I'd had one when I was picking a nanny because my mom was a stay-at-home mom. So was mine. So it was like the idea of someone coming into our home and watching our kid was like absolutely bizarre and terrifying to Same. me. Did you? I don't know if you had. That I grew one. up with a stay-at-home mom, but two nannies. So oh, I did? was okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so ex- you had the experience, yeah, and, but I, still. and so I really hated the idea. And um, picking a nanny, I remember crying about a lot before it happened and just being like, well, how would I know? Like, how, you know, and that was something that I decided I would go on gut instinct about. And we interviewed a few people. And I remember feeling like one, I remember telling one nanny that I was interviewing, she was asking if I was still breastfeeding. And I remember saying that, you know, I was going to stop at four months when I went back to work. And I remember her sort of lecturing me on why I shouldn't. No, bye-bye. And I was no. like, okay, no. no. So I I, re- I was realizing, mm-hmm. like, in my gut, like, what kind of person I needed. Mm. And and I went with my gut on our nanny, and I absolutely adore her. But I think I think there is, I think there are times when, like, your gut reaction to something mm. is, like, you know, you're coming from a place of anxiety or whatever it is, mm. um, or being judged. And then there are times when I think that, like, I do definitely trust my gut. Are there resources and apps and things like that that, like, you could never live without? It's funny, but, like, Headspace, it has nothing to do with motherhood. It has everything to do with motherhood. (laughs) Motherhood is a mental game. You know, so you are a bit, or you're a meditator. You need yeah, to take a few minutes for yourself. Minutes. Well, I I even think that breastfeeding. I'm still breastfeeding, and I do it maybe four four times a day where I'm pumping, and I'm like, what a great excuse. I have like a 
justifiable excuse to just sit down and You're not forced have to. to. And yeah. I'm forced to four yeah. times a day. I never had that before. I would yeah. never have to sit down right. for at least 15 to 20 minutes and just breathe. Like it has centered me so much to keep breastfeeding my daughter in the sense that like whether she's at work or I'm pumping, I've like forced myself to have that space be a space of just nothing chill. else. Zen. Just chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that 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 app has helped me. Also like I don't know, Wonder Weeks, you know, the leaps that she's in. Um, I've been using Wonder Weeks also a lot. Have you ever heard of that? No, I don't know what that it's is. It's really cool. Um, we can put it in the crib notes, but it's Wonder Weeks. It's a really cool app um, all about you enter in your baby's due date, not the date they were actually born. And it will let you know when their brain is actually having like huge months of development versus oh. months of sort of chill time. Because if oh, you're okay. noticing, for example, your baby's acting like, oh my God, Fussy, I have no clingy. idea who this baby is. He's yeah. completely yeah. changed his personality in the past month. <laughs> his it, it will tell you scientifically at this stage of his life, what is happening in his brain mm-hmm. and what he's currently learning. Um, it, why he's acting that way. And it has, it, I have found it to be very accurate, actually. Yeah. Mine's like, going shockingly through a sleep so. right now, and she's like, I don't know who she is. And it's Mine's going to go through yeah. a storm over the holidays, and I am so fucked. Oh, no! I have mine's plane it, rides. Mine's mine's gonna, I am not funny. I am going to be in a straight-up yes. fucking rainstorm. Oh, it no. shows you the dates through rainstorms or sunshine. Oh, my God. And I'm in a big like a month of hurricane oh, over the holidays, which sucks. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com.
Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need. Renowned for their exquisite tights, Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes. Clothing that not only promises, but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note other chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. Can you guys let me know <laughs> if you think terrible. of anything or like books that really you lean found? In. Oh, lean, lean in, in is another. I mean, so you're really doing audiobook. some like, w- like self work on like, yeah, it's, it's more about me. I think, no, <laughs> I think that's, that that's an amazing place to start. I that's have been amazing. saying and not doing for months. I should really get my meditation practice back on because if I want to be the best mother I can be, then it means I have to be making a conscious effort to be a, a the best version of myself mm-hmm. I can be for my yeah. child. Mm-hmm. And that's so much easier said than done. I get it. Like, I mean, obviously I'm here. I'm talking about it and I still haven't meditated. So, like, <laughs> yeah, no. but um, I do think there is something to that about really trying to because they they're just going to model your behavior you can read every single parenting book but like if you yeah um are doing the work on yourself to try to be a a better version i mean i think better version yeah there's one it's for more when your kids are like a lot older but still it's it's very much about like yourself right now um i have a big Um, pile um do i see i i just had like a couple books when i was pregnant and then i just cool jessica capsule (laughs) Brilliant, but that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. She has four kids, you know. How are you guys on the mom circle situation? Like, I have, thank God, we had Carrie on Scandal, you just mentioned. Um, yes. You had. Uh, I had, I mean, I had you all of them. Everybody. Ellen, Jessica, Sarah. And we were Katarina. just talking about Carla. You're really, so, I mean, You're Liza has a I kid, but Liza's kid's on the older. Show. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was, I had a moment where I was trying to be that super mom um, of pumping on set, like I was telling you, you yeah. know, during scenes. And, um, and I wasn't asking, I'm really bad at asking for what I need. So that's, again, something that I needed to work on. It's like, okay, what it is, what is it that I need? And, um, and I remember I, I, uh, spoke to Shonda actually about it. And, um, I said, you know, I'm feeling a lot of anxiety and like, uh, a lot of shame and a lot of things that I shouldn't be feeling, I'm sure. Um, and so it's just talking to someone who kind of has a, a different, we didn't have, for example, every set is a little bit diff- far away from my trailer. So all they did was create a space within the set so that I wouldn't feel like I needed to go so far away mm. and stop the production for so long. And I also had heard a few directors being like, oh man, not again. Like she has to go pump like, oh no. And even a female director saying like, are you all pumped out? And I was like, oh my God, oh, really? My and so everyone would be like, are you done yet? Or, hey, how long do you have to, how many times do you have to pump a day? So all these questions of very good-natured people that were coming up so that all day I felt like so much, just, yeah, so much embarrassment and shame of all that that I had to do. 
Um, and so I, I suddenly started realizing like the terms that needed to be used instead of, hey, do you want to go pump? It's, hey, 10-3, code words, you know, that we talked about on set. Um, and the That's ADs. great yeah. that you yeah. like figured that out quickly in yourself that yeah. you were having like. That's amazing to know to ask for that already. Yes. Because I was joking yeah. that already on Grey's were like, we're pumping. We pump five times a day. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure when you have like, more moms, I'm how sure are you guys asking for yeah. help? Like you brought that up about asking. I think so much about motherhood is getting really honest about what you need and saying it and not being embarrassed or shamed that you don't like it a certain way or you can't do it all yourself. Um, I think women are constantly like, I got it, I got it, we can do it. And also yeah. if I'm miserably failing at it in secret, I'm not, I sure as hell I'm not going to admit that to anybody right. until you're a, just a puddle on the floor and completely right. Right. a fucking yeah. mess. Yeah. Um, have you guys felt like you've gotten better at asking for help? I have. I'm yeah. learning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm learning. It's tough. It's tough. tough. I like to control things. So to give mm -hmm. it up, especially to with my kid, it's really hard. But don't you think, like, for example, if I would have been invited to a thing that I didn't really want to go to before or whatever it is, it's so much easier for me to say, you know, thank you so much for thinking about me, but I'm going to yeah. say yes to being with my daughter because I, I, I need true. to say yes to that right now. Yeah. You know, but think of so-and-so. I'm so much better at saying no yeah. than I was before because it's, like, so easy. It's like, oh. No, that's not worth it. You know, oh, that's yeah. not worth it. Whereas before I was just doing so many things, like thinking that, you know, hustling and like, you know, ripping myself into pieces to be there for other people when now it's like, no, yeah. there's someone there that's, you know, anchoring yeah. and then aligning myself with myself. It's weird. It's right. Like, it's again about myself. Um, not that I'm like selfish, but I think no. that it is, you know. About oneself, no. really. You're doing it for your daughter yeah. Yeah. and yourself. <laughs> yeah. um, what would you give any advice to moms struggling with their self-confidence as being a mom? What would you say? The moms, the, the thing about the moms, I feel, is the more moms I talk to or the more moms I spend time with, um, because it can be very isolating. At first, I didn't have anyone really. My, my sister lives three hours away. She has three kids, but I didn't have except for one friend, and she goes to a mommy group. I wasn't going to any of that, and yeah. I was starting to feel very isolated. And as soon as I started to tap into these, you know, mommy, at least, like, at the park, just talking to them or whatever, opening up about the issues um, and saying, hey, like, can we go for lunch? Or at church, I was like, oh, hey, you Perfect. know, what about, what's your daughter? So that, for me, for me, has opened up a lot more of, like, taking away the shame and the guilt because then I see that they're struggling with yeah. similar things or because then I was like, oh, no, I'm the only one that has these sleeping issues or I'm the only one that whatever it is. So for me, it's like having that real, community. not online, a real community of real yeah, people. Yeah, online is a nightmare. Yeah. I don't like online. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really, we talk about this a lot on Katie's Crib, but how important like a mom crew is and how we can find, how I think mom's doing this alone is never a good idea, especially pregnancy, especially right after you've had a baby. But honestly, I think throughout the whole fucking thing, like yeah, I just, yeah. there's, it's just so important to have moms you can text with, phone call, oh, yeah. Facebook with, whatever yeah. that is, whether they're family members, friends at work. Like you said, I think there's also nothing that connects people more. Like if you go up to a mom in the park, a total know, stranger and like introduce yourself and start talking about your children. It's like a great equalizer. Yeah. Do you feel weird doing that? Cause you're on a TV show. Cause I feel like the thing that sometimes I wish that we 
were never seen on our show because I feel like I would be more willing to do that. And if you I, were not, yes, you if, are in yes. a very extenuating circumstance. Yeah, so it's it's. I would love to go up to like another mom a park, but I wonder if you know she watches yeah. the show and then right. it's like and then she's gonna your, yeah. yeah and then it's like yeah, so yeah. It's, it's it's hard for, for me. For example, the other day this just happened like two days ago and it's fresh in my memory. But I was getting a juice and I I saw like a woman turn around and she had like a blank stare of like <gasps> you're ah! and then I instantly was like. Oh, what are you are you doing here? Your daughter, blah blah. And suddenly, I became a person. I wasn't Laurel on the show anymore because I was asking her about her daughter, and then she was like opening up about her things and forgot that I was on the show because I almost like hate. I can't do anything with being Laurel. Like I can't connect with someone if they think I'm Laurel or if they think I'm yeah. an actress or if they think. But yeah. I suddenly like quickly kind of like you know take that away and become a human. Yeah, in, you know, in a conversation with them, and I feel like I then am able to get you know more out of that interaction yeah. rather than just being like, yeah, that's me. Okay, bye. Because then I just feel like I've been objectified. Yep. Yeah, you know? I need to get better at that. I think that I'm naturally antisocial anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and are you in any baby classes, things like that? Did you do that stuff? Um, we have like a parent at me that we go to. Great. Yeah. Really fast. What are some of the best parenting advice you've received? Anything? Oh my God, I feel like there's been so much. Any, how about the worst? Something you would never tell someone. Or any advice that you would wish to give? I think breastfeeding for me, um, I did get a lot of like, you really should be breastfeeding until A, B, C, D, F, month, a month, whatever it was. And so I think that for women out there that are struggling with breastfeeding or for whatever reason, if you want to stop, like it's really a personal decision. And here, here to that. The guilt about the breastfeeding thing, because I definitely felt really bad about it at one point. And it was like a friend of mine that had like sort of made me feel guilty about it. I felt so guilty for having had the epidural because I went through 32 hours of not, you know, because I am like, you know, a warrior and I have to and I had such a such a huge sort of expectation, expectation of being able to birth my child with like not you know nothing and I felt a lot of shame I remember my OB came in and they had just put the epidural after I because I started like having convulsions because my body was not relaxing and they were like there's no way you're gonna have like you have to have the epidural and I was just like yeah you know so they finally put the epidural at like 33 hours of excruciating, like vomiting, like all this pain, yeah, and and I remember thinking, I am such a failure. Like really? I am, and my OB walked in, and I was like, <gasps> I failed, and I was asking for my no. husband's forgiveness, for my OB's forgiveness. Oh my Can God, you imagine? Really? She came and she started just oh, kind of Carla. like so. It was such a process. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, I failed. Like, no. And worry. then my oh one my of my God. you know best friends also had that experience, and I hate that we have all these things that make it's us like, like welcome less to than. motherhood. It's going to be the first of fifty billion times you feel like you failed. Less, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this was so. Uh, I've been dreaming about speaking to you ladies about motherhood and how it's all going. I've been texting you like, I remember I was like, how did you do this? Tell me, tell me. And then you were in Broadway. And then I left you. I'm so (laughs) sorry. But But I'm back back now. And what's great is that Camilla's the leader. She is the oldest, then me, and then it's Carla. So let's just get on a text chain. Okay, I love that Let's just all figure out what the fuck we're doing (laughs) um, together. Thank you guys so much for being on Katie's crib. If you guys think of anything else to add, we can add it to the crib. Dr. Shafali has to be added. I, ha- I I did a whole. Oh yeah, I know. She's amazing. I listened to your podcast, oh. but I think you know if anyone didn't listen to that, no, they should listen you. to that. Thanks. Interview. It's okay, a good, it's a good podcast. Yeah. Um, 
Thank you guys so much for being Thank on, you. for spending the time, for being such inspirational, amazing moms for me to look up to and know. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you guys so much for listening and for your amazing feedback and tweets and messages and reviews and sharing Katie's Crib with your friends and your family. It means so, so much to me. So please keep it coming and check us out on Shondaland.com. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts.